0: welcome into the access health radio question and answer show
1: welcome to access health radio i'm dr brian forrest this week we will be discussing questions that we've received recently and also the answers to them on access health radio
0: Dr. Forrest is a board-certified family physician from Apex. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. We come to you each Sunday at this same time, and today's format a little bit different from what we usually do as we we go to the old mailbag, and uh, we dive in, and instead of talking about just one topic as we normally focus on each Sunday afternoon, today we've got a multitude of FAQs, frequently asked questions that Dr. Forrest has received over the last year. Remember, you can submit your future questions for the show at accesshealthradio.com. And uh, by the way, that's also a great place with lots of great resources that I would encourage you to take a look at. All right, Dr. Forrest, let's dive in with the first batch of questions. Uh, So, Dr. Forrest, you did a recent show about telemedicine and how it works. Do you have to install, now here's our question, do you have have to install any software on your phone or computer to make that work? I think that's a great question.
1: Well, it is a good question, and uh, I'm going to have to have it be one of those, it depends, answers. Uh, So, uh, you know, the the telemedicine uh, program that we use uh, for our patients Uh, you do not have to install any type of special software on your phone or your computer. Um, You know, ours, basically, you just click on a link, and when you click on that link, it takes you uh, into the visit. However, uh, you know, there's probably, you know, a thousand different telemedicine uh, softwares out there. So there are some telemedicine companies where you would have to uh, install an app on your phone um, I've seen several of those. For example, one's called MD Live. Uh, some people have that one provided through their insurance company. Uh, and with MD Live, you do have to install a special application. You have to, uh, once you get the application installed and get everything registered, then you have to go in and validate your benefits with your insurer and those kind of things. And it, it's pretty complicated, honestly. Uh, but it does require you download an app. Um, There's also several where to get a secure connection, they require you to either log into or register on an outside website that's secure so that you can do the communication through that website. And that, you know, usually doesn't take long, but it might be like a three or four-minute uh, install time on those. Um, so the answer to the question is, yeah, it really does depend uh, on which telemedicine program you're using, whether you have to do anything as a patient on your end to get it working. Uh, that's why I really prefer the sort of click-it-and-forget-it type where basically it's just, you know, I, if you get an email from your doctor that says, click on the highlighted link below to be connected with us, You know, it's instantaneous or where you get a text message and you just click on the text message and the text might say something like, hi, you know, it's Dr. Forrest, Uh, I'm ready for your, you know, 2 p.m. telemedicine visit, click on this link uh, to join me. And they click and we're connected face-to-face. So I much prefer those types where essentially as a patient all you have to do is sort of click on a link and follow the prompts. Uh, But there are all types out there, and there are some types of telemedicine where you would have to do that. Just the type that we use at our office uh, is a lot simpler, and that's what I prefer.
0: Okay, sounds good. All right, here's our next question. And uh, wouldn't you know it, it's about COVID-19. Who'd have thunk? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Dr. Forrest, I know that a lot of companies and even the airports are taking people's temperature to see if they're sick before letting them go to work or to go into public. The question is, how reliable is that?
1: Wow, that's a really good
0: question. So,
1: Yeah, I've seen lots of uh, news reports where they're basically aiming thermometers at people's forehead and they're checking temperatures, and they've used that in a lot of the airports to screen to see if people were sick or not. Here's the the problem, is that early on, they thought that might be an indicator whether you were contagious or not. And the problem is, as we've learned more and more about coronavirus, COVID-19, we've learned that you don't have to have a temperature at all to be infectious. In fact, you don't have to have any symptoms at all. So honestly, it turns out that, yeah, you might catch a few people uh, with that had a temperature, and you, and you definitely wouldn't want anybody with a fever uh, and possible exposure to be going out in public or going to work. But the truth is, that's not really a reliable way to make sure that people don't have active disease and that they're contagious with uh, COVID-19. We know for a fact now that uh, people that have no symptoms at all can be spreading this disease and nobody has any idea they have it. And that's whether that patient has a fever or not. Um, So what are we gonna do to be able to tell when people uh, are no longer contagious, Um, And they can go back to work, or if they've, you know, been exposed. And and the key to this is going to be the antibody testing. Uh, You know, the early tests basically uh, were for active disease, but we have tests available now that are antibody tests, and it tests two types of antibodies. And the first type um, looks to see if you recently had COVID-19, okay? And that's called IgM. The second type of antibody is called IgG and usually if IgG antibody is present that means that you've actually uh, recovered from COVID-19 maybe you had it 6 or 8 weeks ago it's totally out of your system now and now you're you know you have antibodies against it so it's fine for you probably to go back to work and be out in public and so that type of testing is going to be key now right now you know state officials are not encouraging us to test everybody for that but i think as we as we start to get into a a situation where we want to see if it's safe for people to be able to go back to work and we want to know their status i think it's going to be necessary to do some antibody testing to make sure as we start to open things back up we're not you know rekindling uh, this pandemic
0: That's a good, good point. Thank you so much, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, more of your questions for Dr. Brian Forrest right here on Access Health Radio. Dr. Brian Forrest is a board-certified family physician and our host here on Access Health Radio each Sunday afternoon. And today, uh, we're sort of breaking format a little bit. We're taking a lot of different questions, your questions for Dr. Forrest here. And of course, you can email him your questions, your non-emergent type questions, and we'll give you that address here in just a few minutes. But right now here, uh, let's dive into our second batch of questions. Uh, This question, Dr. Forrest, is about warm sculpting and what some people call laser lipo. Does, how does that work and how long does it take? Is it expensive? Lots of questions about that.
1: Yeah, so um, we've talked about uh, warm sculpting or some people call it sculpture uh, on the show before. And what warm sculpting or sculpture is, is a non-invasive technology that actually uses laser light um, to penetrate the skin and permanently remove fat. Um, and some people, it goes by all kinds of nicknames. Some people call it laser lipo. Uh, some people, again, call it sculpture or whatever. But essentially what it does is those laser uh, that laser energy is able to go through the skin. The skin stays perfectly normal temperature. Uh, it doesn't affect the skin in terms of uh, heating it up or anything like that the laser energy passes through that and goes into the fat cells. Uh, And a lot of times people just have uh, areas that are sort of bulges or pockets of fat. They might be even in really good shape and they work out all the time, but they may have what they'll call a pooch pouch or a love handle or something that's just, you know, no, no matter how good their weight is, they just can't get that pocket of fat to go away. And the warm sculpting or sculpture is very effective. It can remove about 25% of the body fat, uh, in that area with treatment. Um, and it is permanent fat removal. So those, those fat cells never come back, uh, in that area once they're treated. Uh, and warm sculpting only takes about 25 minutes for a treatment. Um, as soon people sometimes do it on their lunch hour, uh, it's very, uh, comfortable both before and after. So most people have uh, no real pain after they have the procedure. Uh, during the procedure, they'll, they'll have some minimal discomfort. Some people just uh, say it's like, you know, feel like a heating pad is on their abdomen or their thighs or whatever. Uh, but after, as soon as the procedure's over, which again is 25 minutes, uh, they feel totally back to normal. Um, and usually they will see, you know, usually you do several treatments, And they'll see significant results within four to six weeks after that. Um, and it is expensive. It's expensive because the technology for this is fairly expensive. Uh, you know, these machines cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. It is expensive medical equipment. And part of that is because it's, it's based on safety. A lot of research has been done. This has been FDA approved to be safe and effective. And anytime you're going to go through all the research to prove that something is safe and effective, does what it's supposed to do, and doesn't cause any harm, you know that's going to make that technology fairly expensive. Uh, so it is it is a little costly. Uh, we actually have some of that equipment uh, at our uh, practice in Apex. And for, you know, patients of ours that are members, we try to make it af- as affordable as possible. Um, so usually it is going to be significantly less with our type model. Uh, but it is still an expensive procedure compared to some other things, but, but well worth it. Uh, and just a quick word on this. It's important that we realize we're talking about warm sculpting uh, instead of cool sculpting. I, I, um, I'm not a fan of cool sculpting. I've, uh, I've seen patients that have been actually referred to us. Uh, that had problems after cool sculpting and had to have plastic surgery to correct it, um, and those type things, and people with residual pain and things after cool sculpting. Um, and it, you just—I don't see that with warm sculpting. We haven't had any episodes or seen any incidents of that. Um, and so uh, it's a technology that I'm very uh, confident in. Uh, it is still rather expensive, but again, we we uh, try to do what we can to make it attainable for most people. All
0: right, very good, Doctor Forrest. Our next question is about medical memberships. How much do medical memberships cost usually, and what is included in that price?
1: So medical memberships uh, go by many names. Uh, Sometimes people call it concierge medicine. Some people call it direct primary care. Uh, There really is a difference between those two, with the direct primary care being much more affordable. Um, But generally what a medical membership is, people can think about it just like a gym membership except for their medical care. So, for example, you know, if you have a gym membership um, and you go in to work out or to walk on a treadmill or to lift weights, they don't charge you every time you go to the gym. And if you lift weights all day long, it doesn't cost you any more than if you only lifted for five minutes. In the same way with a medical membership, if somebody comes into the practice, you know, once a month or they come in once every three months or once every six months, or even if they're fairly complicated, so say it's a patient who has diabetes and high blood pressure and high cholesterol, we manage all of that for that same membership, monthly membership, and even the lab work that's associated with those conditions, you know, things like hemoglobin A1Cs and cholesterol levels, uh, thyroid tests, and all those type things, we include that at no extra charge. So um, we think of, like, that cholesterol test as, like, lifting a dumbbell. When you go to your gym, you don't expect to pay to lift a dumbbell. You just pay your monthly membership. So generally that's how it works. Most uh, medical memberships around the country are under $100 per month. Um, we have two options, you know, in our office. Uh, one of those is less than $50 a month, and the other one is less than 70 a month. Um, and the difference between those is, uh, you know, one of those basically, the, the more expensive one, Uh, You don't really pay for anything when you come into the office, whereas with the other one, you may pay a small fee for for certain type things that you have done that are a little more expensive. Um, But generally, that's how it works. It's sort of like a gym membership for healthcare. And we have, you know, lots of people that have insurance that find that this is actually less expensive for them out of pocket than going to a practice that actually takes their insurance Uh, because we don't uh, have to meet a deductible. We don't have to charge co-pays and that type of thing. So it's just as simple as the membership agreement says. You know, they pay this much a month, and then whenever they come in for blood work or appointments or physicals or pap smears or whatever, that's all sort of included uh, in that uh, annual membership or monthly membership.
0: All right, Dr. Forrest, time now for one of our favorite features, the Access Health Tip of the Week. We are uh,
1: always looking for ways to save our patients and listeners on their health care and prescription medications, and prescription medications can be a big one, and we've discovered a local gym of a pharmacy in Apex called We Care Pharmacy of Apex, and this pharmacy was actually brought to my attention by patients. I had patients that said, hey, Dr. Forrest, can you have my prescription switch to this pharmacy in town called We Care? Um, and so I did a little research and found out about them. And they just have terrific customer service. Uh, they also offer free delivery in the triangle. And the best part is they're willing to price match other pharmacies uh and, and provide lots of generic medications for you know under five or six dollars a month. Uh so you always know you're getting the best price, and the customer service there is really outstanding. And their phone number is 919-629-6010. And again, that's We Care of Apex.
0: Let's go to our next batch of questions for you. You mentioned that many patients can get discounts on generic medicines if they have an app on their phone. You also mentioned one where they could actually earn points and get Amazon credits and gift cards. Can you tell us more about that?
1: I'm sure many patients have seen these like discount drug cards, um, and uh, those have been used for several years now. I kind of call them dumb cards because... They don't really have uh, any information on them. They don't really keep up anything uh, about your prescriptions. All they do is give you a discount. So there's an app that takes that a step further. So it gives the same discounts as the discount cards do. Um, it's just an app you can download on your phone. It's called AHDRX. So if you look in the App Store on uh, Apple or on Google Play, again, it's uh, AHDRX. Uh, there's a space between the AHD and the RX. And that app you can use to search, much like uh, Gas Buddy or something like that, for uh, the pharmacies near you that have your prescriptions at the lowest price. But the thing that's really different about this is it will keep track of your medicines for you. Uh, it can um, let you know about refills that you might have coming up for you. And when you actually use the app and get the discounted prices at the pharmacy, You also build reward points where you get rebates back. So, for example, a lot of people have heard about, you know, Christmas time, they'll use these apps to shop, um, and when they shop with those apps, they'll get, like, cash back. Well, this is the same thing, except it's meant to be used for medical care. So if you do use the app to get a discounted prescription, you're actually not only going to save on that app, on the, on the prescription, uh, potentially you're going to get rewards points back or cash back in the form of gift cards from places like Amazon as well. Um, so, again, it's, uh, the website for that is ahdrx.com, and the app is A-H-D space R-X.
0: All right. Thanks so much, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, we're going to go over some valuable contact information in case you have a question for Dr. Forrest and wrap up with today's show. That's straight ahead. Oh, don't forget our trivia of the week as well. Oh, almost forgot, Dr. Forrest. That's straight ahead (laughs) here on Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio, our question and answer show I have another question for Dr. Brian Forrest. If I don't want to go into the doctor's office, but I need a prescription or I have a medical problem, how do I go about getting a telemedicine visit?
1: There are lots of companies that do telemedicine, uh, but it's ideal if those companies are located in the same state where you live or, or even local to you. So if you needed to follow up in person or if you needed to get lab work done, you could do so. Uh, for our practice, it's very easy to get a telemedicine visit. All you have to do is send an email to easyappoint123 at gmail.com. So, again, that's E-A-S-Y-A-T-P-O-I-N-T 123 at gmail.com, easyappoint123 at gmail.com. And basically when somebody scheduled, requests an appointment to do telemedicine through that, uh, we just send them a text or an email that has a link. They click that link and uh, they're into that telemedicine visit. It's just as easy as that once we accept the
0: appointment. I love it. Time for our Trivia of the Week, Doc.
1: Well, the Trivia of the Week this week is uh, pretty short and surprising, but can you imagine where in the country does the most telemedicine? It's Alaska. Uh, You know, they are kind of spread out up there, and 75% of the people in Alaska use telemedicine, so uh, really using it well there.
0: I can understand that. Well, it is the question and answer show. If somebody has a question for you for a future show, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Uh, they can uh, email us at accesshealthradio at or they can call our office at 919-363-0190 if they'd like an appointment at our office. Our scripture from this week is from Jeremiah thirty three six. Behold, I will bring it to health and healing, and I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show this week, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.